This is Dr. Rosie Kuna, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts, this particular series of podcasts, is to support you and empower you to continue to explore who you are and what what path of beliefs and interpretations you follow. And to question, are those interpretations and beliefs that you're following getting you to your highest truth, your highest knowing, your highest vibrational result? Is it getting you to peace and fulfillment of your whole, of your whole being, the fulfillment of your human spirit? It's those questions that will hopefully be catalysts for you to go, wait a second, I'm feeling a lot more frustration and negativity and anxiousness and stress than I really want to. And if I can, I can change those triggers and those thoughts and perceptions. I can if I want to enough. So this whole series of podcasts is to support you and empower you to question, do I want peace and serenity and a fulfillment of my human spirit enough to train myself to let go of what I'm afraid to lose, train myself to let go of what doesn't work for me, and train myself to stop doing, stop thinking, stop believing all the things that aren't taking me in the direction that I want to go. It's really all about this empowerment piece to make choices that you can make, that each of us can make. I only know this because as far as I'm concerned, I'm just your regular normal person who had to over and over and over again train myself to, to really stop and look at, man, what am I thinking here in this moment? What are the thoughts that are maybe triggering or creating the event that I'm experiencing right now? So over and over again, that's what we're doing in these podcasts uh, regard, regarding certain contexts of it, but it's the same process over and over again. It's like, what do I want? I want peace and serenity and fulfillment, and I want to know my fullest potential. And on, on this planet, in this body. And if something isn't that moving me in that direction, then I want to question it over and over again. So what we're looking for is the awareness of a mindset of limitlessness, limitlessness, and the mindset of limitations. So over and over again, I have to watch what I'm saying to myself, I'm saying inside my head, because that's all where it happens. And then I look at what are the, what's reflecting back to me? What are the circumstances in my life? What's the reality? What are the opportunities, the growth opportunities that are in front of me? So for instance, um, a few a few months ago, I started back in the um, hobby of owning a, an aquarium with fish. And I, th- I thought, oh, this is going to be easy. And I bought some fish and some shrimp, little tiny shrimp. And within a very short period of time, the sh- shrimp started to die. And I just went into a panic and I went into despair and I went into my inadequacy and my ineptness and my irresponsibility, all these feelings of powerlessness and that my fish were a victim to, to my um, ineptness. And um, so the ones that died, died, and then the rest began to flourish, which is kind of nice. And in the meantime, I've been training myself. I've been watching videos on YouTube that are just excellent in terms of continuing to um, grow my knowledge and um, what to look for in terms of health and well-being of my plants and fish and what to do differently to, um, to, to 
create more health and vitality within my, my aquariums. Last night, I noticed that one of my fish was looking not so good. And um, it gave me an opportunity to get triggered back into that inept, um, irresponsible, pathetic loser person that I had seen myself as for most of my life. And this time when I saw the fish sick, it's like, okay, I can do this. I, I've got now more knowledge and experience. I've got what I need in terms of medicines or um, to help this fish get healthier. And so I didn't go into despair. I didn't go into um, disempowerment and disempowering thoughts. I just took action and said, it's going to be what it is. I didn't take it personally. <laughs> And I didn't, even though I'm responsible, I'm very responsible and do what I need to do to take care of my plants and little fish. But there's that place where I can get triggered into thinking negativity, negatively about myself. And I, it's like, well, maybe I should just give up the whole hobby if I'm going to you know, keep killing fish. I'm not killing fish. I'm doing the best I can. I'm learning. I'm practicing. And I'm watching myself. I'm observing myself in this process. So in essence, you know, raising fish or keeping fish is a spiritual practice for me because it keeps me mindful of uh, wanting the equanimity and the balance and the peace and the serenity and the enjoyment of having these tiny little creatures in my life as opposed to always looking for ways to beat myself up for not doing it well, not doing it good enough. So it's, it's always a practice. So I can look at what's happening from a place of I'm limited, you know, my fish are limited to my um, inexperience. Um, all I can look at all the limitations, my inadequacies, my ineptness, my not knowing enough. I can look at that constantly. And many, many, many people do this. This is the, the foundation of most of the work I do with my clients, whether they're executives in corporations or leaders or regular people trying to have a great job and a great life. They all, it all comes down to what degree to, to which we carry limiting beliefs about ourselves. So um, it was great. So I woke up in the middle of the night to finish this story. I woke up in the middle of the night and I, um, I had been in a peaceful state. And then all of a sudden I thought of my fish and I went into a state of anxiousness again and panic, like, oh my God, they might die. They might all die. But instead of following that train of thought, I decided to turn it all over and, and ask the question, what, what is, is, is this the truth? Is this the way that spirit or God or universal source sees the world? That, that of anxiousness and despair and hopelessness, is that the way God, in essence, looks at the reality. And the truth is, my understanding of the truth, the highest truth, is they're always, they are always, whether it's oneness, universal source, or God, always looking through the lens of love and limitlessness. And, and so I chose in that moment, rather to go to anxiety, from going into limitedness, anxiety, despair, lack, I went to this place of no lack, no anxiety, no limits on what's the possibility of what will happen with these fish and with myself. And I was able in that moment to make the choice to 
move move away from that anxiousness and just stop basically now this is years and years of practice now some people can do this much easier i i tend to be a slow learner and so doing it the way i've been doing it i'm i'm getting to this place this revelation of going i don't need to be anxious about this uh, i don't know what the future will bring none of us do and to stay in that place of limitlessness then allows me fullest potential of the outcome versus um, limiting the possibility by staying in uh, the worst of the worst of the worst of what could happen. So part of this, this brings me to, this limitlessness brings me to um, the four agreements uh, in the book. And I can't tell you who wrote the book, but you could probably find it very easily. The book is called Four Agreements. And the four agreements are be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, make no assumptions, and know you're always doing your best. So in terms of this living in my limitlessness, then I'm impeccable. I practice being impeccable in my word. And my word in this case is I'm going to do the best I can with these fish. And, um, and pay attention to all the parameters and, and where I need to really focus, but mostly stay positive about it. And the second, uh, don't take th- things personally. Uh, when I did this the first time, in a sense, a few months ago, when I went into s- despair, I took it all personally. Uh, we, when we go into despair or anxiousness or stress or dread, we're taking it personally. That's a big practice. Uh, number three, make no assumptions means I'm not going to assume one way or another that these fish are going to die or be healthy or thrive. I'm not going to make any assumptions. I'm going to stay in this moment and do the best I can, which is the four, fourth agreement. I will do the best I can. And that's that's the practice. That keeps us in limitlessness. Uh, the other element that showed up was my dog, Gracie. She's had a little bit of digestion problems. And again, I can go into that um, that irresponsibility or uh, I can't do this right. Gracie's 11. We've been together for 11 years. And um, there are times when my dog gets sick and I can take it personally. I can take, uh, <laughs> I can make myself wrong. I can... Um, you know, all kinds of things I can do with that. But if I stay within these four agreements, you know, I, I agree to take the best care I can, be impeccable as best I can with my animals, uh, especially Gracie. Uh, well, now, basically, it's Gracie and my fish. Um, make no assumptions one way or another that she's getting sicker or well, more well. Um, make no assumptions, but don't take it personally when she's getting sick, but just do my best to be present to her and do what I can do. And know that I'm doing my best. So this is a big practice, and, it, and it's it's each each of these elements is very simple, but it's challenging to practice because we have to be mindful of our thought process. We have to be mindful of of our intentions. We have to be mindful of our principles, the principles that we live by. I'm choosing to live in the the principles of sovereignty and independence independence from fear-based reality. I'm choosing to live in the principles of no lack and only abundance and prosperity. And as I choose to do that, then I have to be mindful of what 
what keeps showing up, which is an indication of where I haven't been 100% clear yet of what those belief systems are that could be from past lives or traumas or or um, ancestral elements or cellular memories that are far, far beyond my abilities. So as I become more conscious of that, then I can get the support that I need. I work quite often with a woman named Elizabeth Sabet, who helps clear me of things. In She's an energy clearer, among other things, and she's an amazing coach. Um, and I work with her to say, hey, here's what keeps showing up. It's a, it's a pattern. Can you clear that? Or what's going on that keeps creating this pattern in my life? So there's all kinds of support in the world that can help us be more and more mindful of what's showing up that limits our limitlessness. So that's pretty much it for today. And um, if you're interested, I have a new book out. It's called I've Arrived. Well, sort of. And it's 101 discoveries and revelations stumbled upon while on this sacred path to who knows where. And that's what it is, isn't it? We don't know where we're going. And we don't know how we're going to get there. And we don't know all of the revelations and discoveries we are going to stumble upon on the way. So this new book is available as ebook and paperback. And you can find it at uh, Barnes and Nobles um, and Amazon online, internet, uh, all internet stores. You can check it out. Um, and you can re- request it from your um, local bookstore if you'd like. All right. That's pretty much it. Again, that book is called I've Arrived. Well, sort of. All right. Blessings to you, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.